few minutes after the top of the hour, and we are talking motorcycle racing again today. Welcome to the show. Big program on tap. Open segment at the end, and what we're going to talk about in the open segment, one of the topics, as it were, is the uh, the Big Time Flat Track Race on Friday coming up this week. If you're listening after Friday, obviously you're going to miss the race, but let me tell you what's going on. you got the Peoria TT. Um what else you got, Tony? You got uh, yeah. We had the Peoria TT. And now we've had uh, now we're which which always leads into the Davenport flat track race. Right. It's, it's um, and it's always the same weekend as the Springfield Mile. So I love the Springfield Mile. A lot of people will make their ride from Davenport, which is in the, at the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds, which is in Davenport, Iowa, with Quad Cities. That's a coincidence because a lot of people would hold it in Dubuque. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> Um, so there's a giant swap meet over there yeah, from the, the Blackhawk chapter. They have an, the, one of the best, I think probably the best I antique. I think it's the world's biggest. Motorcycle swap, antique motorcycle swap meet. Yeah. And, and it, it goes on from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then our race, the one that I, that I have taken over, John Parham started it originally. And then Matt George has ran it for like 19 years. And now I've, I've taken it for the last few years. This is the 31st annual and it's a it's a true half mile. It's a big footprint it's for a, a half big, mile, big. and uh, the track is really good. We've got, I mean, they've been working on the track all week. I'm very fortunate to have to have some of the best help around, and and so uh, I get in there tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have a heck of a race. We got Chris Carr coming, uh, George Roeder. There's a ton of of really good flat track guys that are going to be there so well let's get into that in the open segment also in the second hour jeff aaron's going to be joining us choreographer charlie roberts will round out hour number one rory o'neill is going to be joining us but we start the hour uh, of the program brought to you in part by our friends at evergreen podcast productions a wide range of lifestyle programming look for them on the intranet as it were creative great production value and of course you get us the number one show on on the uh on the list and i like that tony i like that a lot you want to introduce our first guest you know i was, I was on my way here and i ran into a buddy of mine john limke who owns uh, gt race car by the, the motorcycle kind of the biker bar down the street and also big tomato pizza and he's a uh, track track day guy and, and a big racing fan and he said who do you have on and i said uh chris Parrish, i know and he goes oh that's a great get. And so, um, and he started telling me a story or something, but I was running late. But uh, Chris Parrish is a many time we're a champion. And I think he's sitting fifth in the standings at the Moto America Twins Cup after winning the Twins Cup championship last year. So uh, he's got three podium finishes, including a win at VIR in May. And he joins us now, Chris Parrish. What's up, man? How are you? Hey man, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Did I get all that right? I think I think we're I'm correct in all those things I, I just I said. I got lost personally. So uh, after uh, Sunday's race, I'm in fourth. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, talk about your season so far. Talk about you know just uh, being the the uh, the guy with the number one plate and running in fifth. That ain't no fun. <laughs> no, no and I, uh, it's been really tough. Uh, like uh, Michael Barnes told me over the weekend, it's like as soon as you get that number one plate on there, man, your target, you know, things start going wrong. Your season goes south. You know, a couple bad things here and there, but you know, a couple good things. Everything started out really well. Uh, podiumed uh, twice with the second, and third at Rhode Atlanta. I was able to win Virginia. Road America, the engine was hurt, so I felt bad, and then uh, I crashed it at Utah. Uh, had engine problems at Laguna, crashed again at Sonoma, and 
had a fourth and fifth place at Pittsburgh. I did really well this weekend. I had fun. I was just really glad to finish. Good Lord. Did I see on your bike there was like a handful of, of names and that kind of thing? What's the story behind that? Well, I mean, at the Sonoma round, I was actually leaning on the podium. I really wanted the podium, whether it was the second or third. Um, but the battle that was going on in between me, Drake, and Joey, it kind of got out of hand. And I got pushed wide and caught one of the seams coming down the carousel of snow and crashed. So essentially right there, I didn't get a podium. My season was over. I was out of cash. And uh, just had enough cash to drive back home from California to Tennessee. And I don't know, threw a post on social media that, you know, explained what happened. Says, I'm out of cash, guys. I'm done. You know, season's over. And um, my buddy here, Joe Fisher, actually put up a fundraiser. And with the fundraiser and some stuff on uh, PayPal, I mean, I, those guys were able to raise over like $3,000 and it got me back into the season. So the best payback that I can do, I had nothing to give but just to, you know, repaint the bike, fix it, and put everybody's name on there that donated. And uh, they rode around with me at Pittsburgh. It's pretty cool, actually. I think that's. and. And, you know, obviously people didn't do it to get their name on the bike, but, you know, everybody that did that got a little tingle out of that. That's, that's, uh, I mean, I, you know, I have my own logo. I'd like to, I'd like to have my logo on your bike. It's my face <laughs> and it's not very flattering picture, but it, uh, <laughs> is that possible? I've never seen somebody's face on a motorcycle. Yeah. I, I sponsored, uh, Jason Thomas when he went over and did the ISDE over in Italy or somewhere. I don't remember where it was, but I didn't see a picture. Yeah. Front that. fender tip. That's me. I'm hmm. big well, old ugly. Well, speaking of face, uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the season, I started my helmet campaign, which actually just people will put their logo on my helmet and they would just buy me a set of tires and it, it's gone really well. Well, Chris Ulrich actually come to me at VIR. He's like, if I just put something on your helmet or, you know, he says, if I bought you, a set of tires, I can put something on your helmet, right? I was like, yeah, man, whatever you want to do. Uh-oh. So he, he shows me this picture of some sort of funny face that he did. I can't remember how he described it. And it was the hilarious thing. So, the, I mean, he was working on getting the stickers made, and, uh, and uh, the old man, John, jumped in and was like, don't do that, you know. <laughs> He's like, don't do nothing like that. Just put Road Racing World on there. Oh, man, that'd have been way cooler. So I got this. Yeah, uh, I wanted him to. I'm like, put your face on there. Let's do it. So I was uh, a little heavier by about 70 pounds last year. You look good, dude. I got to tell you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I had this this bell, open face bell helmet that's way too small for me. And I squeezed it on my head and I, I smiled and like my cheeks were like sticking out of the helmet. It's a hilarious picture, right? And it's kind of become my my logo, um, and they I had I've probably had three hundred stickers made. They're all over. The, they were all over the fair when I went there. Every tip jar had my name, my face on it. Um, uh, 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 Justin Brayton's mechanic texted me and said, "I just saw a picture of because I had bigger stickers too." And he said, "I just saw your face going down the interstate in North Carolina on somebody's trailer." <laughs> and I live in the Midwest, right? So. It's uh, that's all weird. I I think it's funny, and and I would like to have my face on your bike. So we'll talk after the interview, and we'll. What we'll, does that cost, we'll Tony? Broker, uh, what are you willing to put forward? Well, that's the thing. Uh, not very much. Well, what if we but, had him uh, on the show? If we had him on the show to promote him? Oh, he's pimping you now, Chris. Hmm. What do you think, you Parrish? But I'm I'm serious. I would like to have my stickers on your bike, and I will send you the stickers. Do we and, have Do we have pit pet stickers still? 
I think we do. No, I think we burn them all. Oh, right. You know, wow. At, at this point, I'll take uh, anything I can get. You know, some people, you know, you know, pledge like 25, 50 bucks, you know, each. Oh, uh, we can you do know, better than that. Added up. I think I've got like over 40 names in there. What if we sell you ten bucks and a roll of black uh, black hats? Uh, no, <laughs> I sell black hats too. Yes, <laughs> I can send you, you some fireworks, Chris. I mean, it wouldn't get you to the track, but it'd be a lot of fun when you can't make it. You What's the kind to... of gray tape that you use on duck work? Duck tape. duck tape. So I've got a roll of that in the back of my. Is that a trick question? It was apparently. Okay, uh, in the back of the Cadillac, I've got a roll of that black tape. We could send I'm them sure that you do. and ten bucks. I'm sure you... Why do you have that duct tape in your trunk, Because Scott, it's in the body Cadillac. shop right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Listen, I'll save the trouble of mailing. I got black duct tape, and I'll just write your name and stick it on the bike somewhere. How about that? Get your sil- silver Sharpie. Sharpie, and you can just write Scott on there, and that'll be good to go. <laughs> all right. The Twins class has produced some of uh, the closest racing across all Moto America classes. Now, that's this season. I think it stepped up from last season. Would you agree? It has absolutely stepped up. There's a lot of there's a lot of us more involved, and you know the the bikes are getting a little more equal. Some are a little faster than the others, and then you know the talent range is a little different. But yeah, we we're definitely putting on a, a really really good show for everybody, and it's it's amazing how many text messages and just Facebook <laughs> messages and just comments that people are like, dude, this is the best race ever. You know, right. you guys, that's the reason why we watch now for for you guys. What about the shenanigans at Pittsburgh? I mean. That whole race was chock full of shenanigans. Oh man! I mean, we all have different opinions about that. My opinion <laughs> is, is you know, it's it's. You know, I'm just I'm 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 an older guy. I'm a little bit heavier. My bike's a little down on power. You know, and it's all resulting back to Drake. Drake's a you know a young kid. And he's really light, but he's on a really really fast motorcycle, and then he's just using his right hand to a, to the advantage of, uh, you know, getting his podium finishes, you know, he's like the motorcycle is, is really, you know, repairing his mistakes that he does in turns. He, he's, I swear, he's like a bus driver. He parks that thing in the, in the middle of a turn and, and we can't go anywhere. And I understand that it looks different on TV versus what we're seeing on the track. And he parks that thing and, you know, then we find our way around him and then I mean, even at Pittsburgh and even at Sonoma, Drake was behind me and Chris Turner coming out of the last turn at both tracks, five to six bike links behind us. And he squeezed the throttle on that thing, and he beat both of us to turn one by more than 10 bike links. That's how fast that bike is. Well, okay. So, so were you throwing some gang signs at him, or what was the deal there with the hand gestures? Was that the... <laughs> i'm sure anybody that's a racer understands the frustration it's just basically the get out of the way type of wave mm-hmm. yeah why not let's throw a gangster sign <laughs> that's awesome uh i'm sorry but let's clear up something we're we talking about the drake Drake Beecham, yeah. I love Drake. Of course. Yeah, we had him on last... Were you here? You were gone last week. No, I was recuperating you were last week. The, from the bats and the dogs. Yeah. A long week. <laughs> long story. Uh, Chris, Drake, you know, yep. he's a good kid. He is. He, he, we like him. We like Drake, and and uh, you know he's sponsored by my attorney actually here mm-hmm. in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, did you get a calendar this year? I did. A calendar? Yes, a Drake Beecham calendar. No. Wow. Does, does that exist? Yes. No, it doesn't. It absolutely does. Second year in a row, I've gotten a calendar and a thank you note. I don't believe you. Separate mailings. 
Uh, two left, two rounds left, Chris in the in the season. Jersey and Barber, you think you got a win in you? And and uh, how do you get along with these two tracks? Uh, well, Jersey, I've only been to a couple of times. Uh, I like it. I can get around. Barber is my track. I've got one of the fastest times around there. However, you know, this year alone, uh, our times around the, every track we've been to has been one full second. So even at Pittsburgh, we were four full seconds faster than any other time that's ever been at these tracks. So all of our games have stepped up. All the motorcycles are so much better. So we'll just have to see. You know, I've, I've got a kind of an idea. Got a plan. The last two rounds. I'm working on it this weekend, and uh, we'll see how things pan out. I want to go back to um, talking a little bit about what you're talking about with Drake. But what's the deal with Chris Turner? You and Chris Turner, what's the deal there? Well, Turner, Turner's a little bit more of an aggressive rider than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gotten up there and battled with Drake. Uh, and, you know, Turner's the same position I'm in. A little heavier, the bike's a little bit slower. So we're just trying to, we're trying to work our way to get around Drake. And, then it, you know, then Drake goes back around us and we try to pass him again. It's frustrating, but Chris seems to be a little bit more aggressive on his emotions <laughs> and, um, than I am. I, I would just rather say What does that mean, Tony? Anything, but, so, what does so that mean when he's more aggressive? Upsetful. Not plugged Maybe. in? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. What if we put you, Tony and I, put you on the DDP yoga uh, <laughs> program? <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page is a friend of ours, Okay. More so mine than, than Tony's. He didn't like me that much, to he say didn't. the truth. But, I don't think he did. What if we did that? Because if he can bring Scott Hall back and, and other former professional wrestlers, what and do you Jake say? the Snake. Don't Jake forget about Jake. Snake. Is he Robert. still sober? Oh, yeah. He's doing okay? Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. Does he still have a snake? Uh, yeah, that was actually a prop, Tony. And uh, Well, it was real. It was obviously real. It creeped World me out. I couldn't even, my mom and I couldn't even watch that. It's when it scary. Was, it's it was scary. bad. I remember Jake the Snake was the scariest, and he had the... His mustache was cool, but definitely the and the curly and mullet the thing. Hair. Yeah, oh. the mullet, the curly mm. mullet, but the snake. Creep but what do you out. think if we put you on that program? Could we knock a few pounds off, like Tony? Number one, increase uh, the motorcycle's performance because it's not hauling around as much weight. Would you be in? Oh, well, I mean, absolutely. Um, I mean, right now I'm I'm five ten, walking around at 165 pounds. Holy cow! That's pretty light. You know, for my statue. Statue or so. stature? Stature. Stature. Sorry. Okay. I'm a redneck, man. So, from Tennessee, so are we. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like from Kentucky. We can barely spell. Okay. Tony, <laughs> last two questions before we're out of time. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to comment that we are racing on the east now, so mm. that's got to make life a little bit better for you, a little easier than, than them long hauls out west. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, one of the good things about the West Coast round is that uh, Dorn and Reno let us, uh, you know, crash our van and trailer there, and we flew in and out. So it saved a lot of time and cash that way. Yeah. Do you? Um, uh, uh, have we ever talked about Ghetto Customs? I don't think we have, as far so. as yeah. your company. And is it just motorcycle related? And and talk about that for just. We don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to give you an opportunity. Absolutely. No, Ghetto Customs. I've always done. Um, Paint and body work on, you know, whether it's car, motorcycle, lawnmower, 
you know, whatever it is, a mailbox. So I've always painted stuff, but I've gotten into making my own body work for my bike. And uh, for the second and third gen SE, people are starting to like it. They're starting to buy So, And I also want to get into building 400 body work, the Kawasaki 400 for the uh, Junior Cup kids team next year. Oh, wow, that'd be so. cool. A lot of those get thrown down the track at the track day, so that'd be perfect. You, you'd be <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, work. I can change it. I can change it a little bit to make it mine, but still be stock. Sure, to still fit the class. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Well, Chris, we're uh, well. We're, I'm got to get there to the end. The season is winding down. I just want to confirm: Will we see you back in the twins class in 2020? Um, so I didn't really have an idea, uh, going into Pittsburgh, but I think I have a, a decent idea of a team next year. So, so what are you uh, saying? What, you, what, what would you like to commit on the program? I'm not going to commit a hundred percent, but if anything, you'll, you'll see me at one or two rounds next year. I don't know about a whole season. Okay. So you'll, if you'll see me out. If you do, would you commit to coming back on the program and letting us know live? Number one, number two, would you custom paint one of Tony's uh, bikes? And he's got 28 bikes that we know of. <laughs> not, wow. all, not all titled, but we've... But oh, no. no I definitely ride them around and wheelie through the hood on them. So ghetto customs would be perfect. perfect. Something custom, something that both of you could agree on. Would you commit to that? Absolutely. Okay, Tony, you're in. Yes, sir. That's the purpose. Be careful. I come I'm to Tennessee in, often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay hey man I, i've got uh you know you can't go to a bar or any restaurant around here without hearing music but i've got you know a couple of really nice uh you know dive bars that are perfect for uh for us to hang out and talk uh crap or whatever so come on now man well tony you you work well in tennessee you hang out with loretta and yeah i go down to where where do you live in, in tennessee chris i'm about 20 minutes east of the airport there's a little little town called uh, Mount Juliet. Okay, at which airport? Well, the Nashville International. Oh, Nashville. Okay, so I come to Nashville a fair bit. I go. You it's know, on my way yeah. to. Uh, it's it's a good halfway stopping point from here to Florida. So yep. we it's a good spot. Plus, I love and I know you probably don't because you live there, but I love going down on Broadway and hanging out. And we uh, I race Loretta Lens. I go there for the spring ride, which is in. Do you like to ride dirt bikes, Chris? I can ride a dirt bike, sure. Would Would you be interested in riding the uh, doing the spring ride with me next next? Uh, yeah, if it doesn't conflict with with uh, your Twins Cup, your little road racing thing that you do. Uh, <laughs> I even have dirt bikes yeah, I can bring for you if you like. So you'll bring a trailer okay. full of dirt bikes. You'll bring yeah. a motor home. Yeah. No, we'll stay in a cabin at, at Loretta's. Nice. Yeah, so we'll go to uh, we'll go to Nashville. We'll I have like some to ride dirt bikes, but sometimes trees and jumps get in the way, and it hurts a little. It too, does. It, they do. They do bad, tend so. to move on you. But there's right the out stream. There's the stream you can you can jump into, and uh, when when it's warm, it's it a little sweaty. A little hot, a little cool in the in the spring ride. But we did we did just finish up racing Loretta's, and it was actually it was the best weather I've ever seen for a national. I was kind of bummed because I thought I was in shape you know and i'm like oh it's not gonna be hot i'm because i'm racing the old man class turns out i wasn't that good of shape and i was glad it wasn't hot now come on give yourself some credit i mean this is the best shape you've been in in years since you were like eight or nine years old that's not saying much scott okay hey chris oh, I, I always good how hot it was i mean here in tennessee <laughs> i mean it, it it could be 95 degrees and it's 100 percent humidity right 
and it's miserable. Yep. Oh, God, it's miserable. Well, it's 100% humidity here in the studio on this particular day, but we'll get rid of it. Hey, Chris, always good talking with you. Big thanks to Tommy Boy Halverson for the outstanding uh, assist on this particular interview, but it's uh, uh, something we look forward to is getting to talk to guys just like you. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. Twins class, uh, will he regain the title in 2020? Will he make another run at it? Well, we'll see. When we come back, we'll have some 450 motocross news. The 2019 Ironman took place. Who finished in first, second, and third? We'll tell you when we come back. Stay tuned. This is Nikki Diamond with Nuclear Cowboys, and you're listening to Pass Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pitt. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.